Bon, hein? Three, two, one. Episode 80. Andy, while you're here, spin me a fact about 80 off the dome. Uh, fact of 80. In 1980, the Times Magazine Man of the Year was Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah. Is he the, is he the peace guy? I don't, is he? I don't know. President Reagan, is that the same person? Yeah. President yeah, it must be. Reagan. Reagan. Also, we're working on limited time with the camera, so if you are on YouTube, sorry if it cuts out. I'm prefacing it now. Learn to cope. <laughs> Woo! Big episode. It is. 80. Not traditionally a a um, cool birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but if you live to 80, as I said before, when we were mulling over the idea of 80, well done. It's the... Uh it's also the age that Moses was when he first spoke to the Pharaoh. There's another fun fact for you. For is, that, is that biblical or is that real? Isn't biblical real? Ah, uh, geez, we're opening up a can <laughs> of worms here. I don't know. I don't know. That was like that was just a genuine like, or is it entirely? So it, get, made it gets up? broken down into New Testament and Old Testament, right? So what New Testament is? So the, it's pretty much like a part A and a part B of the Bible. And part A is Old Testament, like Noah's Ark and shit, <laughs> where it's not like you don't take that like face value. Like take no, no, no one in the church says Noah's Ark happened. It's just a fable to teach you something. Right. To have two of everything. I don't know. But oh. old te- uh, sorry, New Testament is more of like a when they actually started keeping records and this is this is what happened. So when do they stop taking record, or is the Bible just still being written? Nah, I mean it's got a it's got an end. Have you read the Bible? I've probably flicked through most of it. Damn. Well, not 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 by choice. Like we had to do it at school. It got read to us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. That's crazy. I did. I actually. I genuinely didn't know. That, I I had heard these terms: Old Testament, New Testament, all that. Just mm. didn't. I, I didn't really care enough to <laughs> to Google it or something. Yeah, it's all. I don't know, it's all kind of lame. I'll be honest, not my buzz. Well, so was Moses real? So he's in Old Testament, but also in New Testament? I don't know. He. We're talking about Moses that parted the Red Sea. I assume so, if he spoke with the Pharaoh. Yeah, then I'd say he was. <laughs> Pro- probably, it's hard. Like, it's probably biblical. It gets to a point with history, I find, that you can, like... Say American Civil War onwards, or like from like the 1600 onwards, you can take that history of like this happened. Yeah. But anything before that, there is no way of knowing it was real. The problem with history is that 99% of the time, the story is told by the victor and it idolizes, idolizes the people that it needs to idolize. Mm. So people that were maybe terrible people and were, or villains were villains, and it's like, yeah, they did terrible things. We all hate them. Mm. But then also the victors and the great people the julius caesars and everything was like this is how we wanted them to be viewed so this is how we will write them into the story of time right fair enough and as yeah. i guess if it, if it teaches people lessons in that then yeah you want to have them in good light yeah i guess so welcome back to bible studies <laughs> yeah hey spring springing man the gr- the grass is getting a lot greener and i am once again eternally grateful that i don't get allergies oh hell yeah you're not you're not an allergy guy are you nah i mean i 
do get the the little bit of hay fever sprinkled in. Oh yeah. Like I I might get like a sneezing fit once every like Yeah, your sneezing fits are I was gonna say biblical, but that's <laughs> they, they are in the first testament. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can learn from them. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I but I don't get like snivelly or like you know, red eyes, puffy, that sort of stuff. Like, a full blown day ruiner. No, I don't, I don't really get allergies, but they'll like every, like maybe once every couple of weeks, maybe in spring, yeah. I'll, I'll have like a good 20 minute sneezing fit and I cannot Damn. stop it. Uh, there is no way to stop it. Bro, I, honest to God, I had hay fever <clears throat> once. And because you know, when people get sure hay it's f- even hay fever, then you just, we're just like getting sick or something. Unless I got some random case of pink eye for an hour. But. <laughs> As a child, I'd fucking hope not. But I remember I was away somewhere. I was either at a mate's house or I went on holiday with a mate. And it's it's like real hazy in my memory. No, actually, I do. I remember who I was with. And this person got hay fever bad because I saw it happen to them. Mm. And we were kids. And they were like, oh, my eyes. We we're running through like a field of hay or maize. <laughs> and, field of fever. Yeah. And their eyes got all puffy and itchy. And- I was like, what's happening? And they're like, this is hay fever and constantly scratching their eyes and everything. And dude, I sat down like not long after we finished and my eyes were just, I looked in the mirror and my eyes got real itchy and they were bulging out of my face. For the rest of the day, I had these like erections of my frigging <laughs> eyeballs just being straight out of my head. That's, that, that is not hay fever. That is, you've had an allergic reaction to something in that field. And then I was like sneezy and snotty. Yeah, that, you're, that's still an allergic reaction. If you like, if you never is had it all hay fever just an allergic reaction to hay, and you've caught a fever. <laughs> oh damn! One too many sentences, Jared. You might have had them. <laughs> no, I like. I mean, I, I'm no, I'm no scientist, doctor person. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm no fevologist. I couldn't tell you exactly what hay fever is, but isn't it just like your standard like grass, like? Oh, did you did you get taken as a kid to do the allergy testing? No, I, I would love to do an allergy test actually because my mum did one. Yeah, and she thought she would like had to ha- like be gluten free, but mm-hmm. it turns out it's, it's the wheat. It's just, it just has to be wheat free, right? Which I didn't isn't realize. that gluten? Yeah, Fuck, I didn't man, realize stuff, it was two different things. That yeah. stuff I'm chasing tails on it because I just go around in circles. Mm. Like none of I it. I just need clarification. I can't see a gluten correct. <laughs> <laughs> And put like half a cup of gluten into your. No, nah, Rise explained it to me a million times, and yeah. I'm still like I'm all on skates when it comes to it. Yeah, I don't understand it either. But it would be nice to like. I think she had it was like seven different grasses, mm. dogs, um, and wheat and some other things. But like it would be cool. I would like to know because they could just be mild allergic like reactions right yeah and you wouldn't even know that they're like so minuscule until you cut it out of your diet or you stop yeah yeah you know what i mean like so i'd like to know what i could we did it when we were young where they give you kind of everything all on your arm like you pull your sleeve up and they test it all in your arm at once like they give you like a little bit of like a bee sting some different types of grasses hey um you try like a little nut like it's all like it's to trigger all the common ones Ah, oh. dude, ace that shit. <laughs> it's all little, the losers that didn't. The Jimmy didn't. in the corner with his yeah. EpiPen, like, oh. yeah. bro. We um, when I was young, when I went to my first primary school, before I met everyone that I've hung out with for the rest of my life, 
I got paired up with the other ginger kid in my year. Um, and mum was like, you're going to go play at his house. And I was like, is it because we're both left out? And oh. <laughs> no, that was a, that was a joke. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I went to his enough. house and this dude, look, it sucks. Cause it, it, he had like the whole full body eczema, allergic to dairy, allergic oh. to nuts. And Poor kid. I remember coming home, my dad picking me up and just seeing, I stayed the night at his house and just seeing like how the routine of his day went outside of school exhausting yeah and i was like dude you can't eat anything cool (laughs) no (laughs) yeah but i remember going home going to dad and i was like god thank god i don't have any of that stuff because geez louise yeah it's pretty it's pretty unfair on like kids like you know they're just born with that sort of stuff and have to live with it i wonder if you can like outgrow some of that stuff like you know like like your immune system gets better or you you yeah Something in your body starts changing as you get older and things become more tolerable. Uh, I used to be asthmatic, uh, like on an inhaler every day, and I outgrew that. I was an asthmatic, and I became asthmatic. Hell yeah. <laughs> you weren't that, baby. Yeah. Pat yourself on the lung. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say about like type 2 diabetes. It's like, you got to earn that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to eat your way to gold, baby. Yeah. No, well, I mean, I say I wasn't, but I'd like, because... Again, same as my mum. She, like, very acute asthma, has inhaler, mm. and reckons it's the same passed down to me, but very healthy child until about 16, <laughs> until, 17. Until the asthma kicked in. <laughs> until the cigarettes kicked in. Yeah. I was only asthmatic till I was, like, four or five. And then, but before that, I was, like, a little, I don't know if I was as bad. Some My brother and that, he was, like, a nebulizer kid. Like, had to go into the hospital and get put on the nebulizer. What's that? What's- it's pretty much like a big fuck-off inhaler that they put a mask on you and you have to sit and breathe on it. True. Because they'd, like, choke at night. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Sorry about that. Oh, he's around. Um, <laughs> wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I learned to live with it. <laughs> but even, like, um, two of my siblings, like... One of my brothers and my sister, they get eczema, and then me and my brother don't, ever. I got, the only time I've ever got eczema was in lockdown. And I have a feeling it was just because potentially my, um, my personal hygiene might have slipped a little bit. I was, I was skipping, <laughs> yeah. I was skipping the odd shower here and there. Yeah, that and I used happens. to be a moisturizing guru, and I just put a stop to that. I'm still, like, I've got still a naturally dry skin, depending on my water intake, but. But it's part of your routine and, like, day to day. As soon as you get into lockdown, it was just. Fuck, everything went out the window. Dude, it was wake up, me and Ryan boxed, and then we were like, okay, that's enough. Picked up the console, got in the group chat, said, boys, where are we dropping? And we just played Warzone every single day for months. And I swear to God- Got paid for it. I have never been happier. (laughs) I have never been happier. I walked around Massey a million times. Yeah. I would just walk up to the frigging supermarket that was like- 500 meters up the road bag of chips come home grab a paper see what the world's up to <laughs> lady would do the crosswords i just needed the sports section and the quiz and then it's fucking crazy time eh? like i got into this like routine of waking up maybe like 3 p.m and, yeah and having oh, yeah. having like breakfast with my parents like this first lockdown should i say breakfast with my parents but it's dinner yeah <laughs> Was, Thank you for the steak and potatoes, Ma. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I would sleep all day and be up all night. Yeah. It, was, it just 
like to the point where like um i had to i had to like reset my body clock completely mm. by like uh just staying up the entire night and then going through the second day and then going to bed at like a normal time and I had to do that a couple of times just to fully reset myself it was pretty wild yeah we had like um two so bevy and hattie were working and then me and ryan weren't and it was just for the people that weren't working it was hilarious because it was just like oh it was great <laughs> yeah but at the same time yeah like when time when it came time to go back to work it was like oh fudge sickles yeah what do you think of the quiz last night we went to a quiz night down at the local bar i thoroughly enjoyed myself i was um, glad you came yeah i mean I've, I'm, I'm always a, a fan of a bit of a quiz and have a bit of, you know, yeah. have a bit of competitions. Um, but I was worried about, like, how well I'd do or, like, if I would do well or even do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Might just um, take another seat. Like, <clears throat> first couple of questions, I think I was just like, fuck, I, what am I doing here? Yeah, they um, blow you away quickly. Yeah. But like I, like I said to you, like, the, the rush of the endorphins when you like when you know something like oh yeah and it's not just knowing something that everyone knows but like you're you're like one of the only people in the room or something that like yeah have that bit of knowledge it's like dude the execution on it as well when they say something and everyone's like mulling it over and you're like it's actually franklin roosevelt (laughs) (laughs) in your head you're like fucking yeah everyone else is silly except me when it comes to this stuff (laughs) Except mine was like what guessing the length of a paperclip and <laughs> <laughs> like knowledge that you shouldn't know. That's like the best idea of a quiz team is that you get yeah. Not everyone has to be geniuses. You just have to know a bit about something and hope it pops up. Yeah, you got to have a very broad spectrum of knowledge throughout the people that's on yeah. your team. Yeah, I think we did. We got sciencey folk. Mm. We've got us, and then. <laughs> no elaboration oh we got we got <laughs> we were there you guess the length of a paper clip yeah and we got some movie questions right true that's true clutch the dub on the pomba queue yeah then, that was huge that was what that was pretty pretty top for one of the cooler things i've done we got accusations when we, yeah. when we got read out someone called us a cheat and i was like Pfft. so basically there's like a ongoing question throughout rounds and at the like at the end of the first round they give you like a vague description and you have to like guess like the answer and then at the end of each round they give like more and more hints to this like bigger question they walk you to it yeah yeah uh, after the first round we were like umming and ahhing like didn't quite have it and then like just before we go to like hand in our paper Jared just like light bulb moment puts it down we all go that is fucking phenomenal we like can fully see that being it and it was fucking correct it was like what we got four points four marks for getting it on the first round and then the guy reading out was like oh i can't believe they've got this yeah quiz on me you've got it right (laughs) and everyone's just like cheats it was freaking sick i was so happy i mean the answer was was pumba i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go through the whole because i can't even really remember all of the things to read it out but 
surely like everyone in that room, all the oldies could look at the demographic that's sitting at our table and go, yeah. oh yeah, no, no wonder they got it. But the, the oldies, bro, the oldies love a rev up after every question they get right. Yeah, yeah. High hear, fives. They're high fiving and you hear like, oh, well done, Christine. <laughs> or like, oh, we had that. <laughs> and then you're like, hi. But then after everyone, we were just like. Play it chill, keep it humble. Yeah, yeah. We were humiliated last time where we thought we were winning and came eighth out of eleven. Ooh. But then we clutched it up to a third this time. I was I was very confident because like I mean, your third's not bad, but I thought we could have won. Because looking at the demographic in that room and knowing the questions that came out, yeah. I thought we like were pretty pretty I reckon um yeah, I think you're spot on. And I think what we were talking about in the car on the way home, because there's one round where you're allowed to get double points. Yeah. And I think the the other people that won aced their double points round, whereas we pretty much used it as like, a, we're going to do shit this round. We may as well get extra points for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all, all hindsight, right? Like there's, there's a round that we got eight out of 10 or two rounds we got eight out of 10. Yeah. If we doubled them, easy dub. But- See you later. You never know. We'll be back. Quiz on me will return. Yeah. How good's that? Quiz <laughs> on me. Yeah. <clears throat> um, in another episode of Jared put himself into random situations, something funny happened to me yesterday. Do tell. So I went to a job, just had to check off some materials that got onto site. No issues. Everything's great. Back out the driveway. Kind of a tough angle to pull out onto the road. So I was like, okay, I'll back out the opposite way. And I'll go turn around at the cul-de-sac at the bottom of the road. But I got a text from a guy and he was like, hey, mate, can you please see my email? Can I just get a reply on it? So I just parked down, headphones on, listening to a podcast, headphones on. And I'm sitting there parked at the end of the cul-de-sac on my phone. And I notice I'm like, oh, because it's in Teatitu looking over the water, the end of the peninsula. Mm. I was like, oh, some guy's got his camera out. Oh, two of them have their camera out. Oh, it is a pretty nice day. I drove straight through someone getting their engagement filmed. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Bro, this dude, I'm sitting there. He knocks on my window. I wind it down. He was like, bro, can you move? I double tap my AirPod, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about people trying to make conversation with you when you get your headphones in. Sorry, I'm just going to pause my comedy right now. (laughs) What? Yeah. Oh, you've really put me out, you know. (laughs) My autofill's not doing what I want it to. And then I look to the left and some dude is on one knee. Oh, my God. In a park. I mean. The lovely view, like on camera, would look great. But I knew for a fact that that ground was soggy. So the guy was squatting in a soggy park, not squatting, kneeling, but also me full sign written vehicle. And then just, I know that when I'm on my phone, I have this weird frowning, vacant, real, like, like lacking chromosomes look on my face. (laughs) I need the footage. Yeah. I need the footage. Oh, no way. They must have filmed like, he said he was like, you drove straight through the shot and then parked. I just parked and then kept my car running and answered emails <laughs> oh my god I'm, so I to, need to, to, see to, to nestle the situation they were all kind of like celebrating and everything i moved and then just like in hindsight i didn't move enough i just went to like to the edge of the cul-de-sac <laughs> not away Can i could have just left um but i went to the edge of the cul-de-sac to finish what i was doing oh my and god. the um 
<laughs> pretty much I wound down the passenger's window, yelled out congratulations, and then I was out of there. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, my God. That's so fun. I can just see the footage now. It's just like him like walking out slowly. And then like as he starts to bend down on one knee, just... <laughs> Oh, fuck it. What now? (laughs) Why are you putting me out like this? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that'll be crack up. I have to recreate it. I think I I said I was like, have I ruined it? And he was like, you didn't. We got we got the part, but we might have missed reactions. He's like, but there are other cameras. And I looked around. It was like three dudes filming. Oh, fuck. Fuck him then. Yeah, no. Did no, you, just, what, did I ruin the wide? Sorry, you got close-ups. That's what you want. Look, let me actually give me the fucking camera. You, yeah. you, you punch it on his face. You, you're going in on the lady. Get close. What's the mic's doing? Show me some levels here. And you, you're, you're replying to my emails. Yeah. And action. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to run through this again. We're going to block the scene out. And Brittany, back up, please. Yeah. Can we get some makeup on her forehead, please? The sun's spotting. <laughs> Can we get some polystyrene in the back? Let's bounce this light, please. Yeah, yeah you see, you played the Uno reverse on him. Exactly. Like, fuck that guy. Yeah, I'm going to be on the swings if you want me. <laughs> did, did, did you at least get his number or something? Or like his Insta? Or like, or like, can, like, hey, can you send me that footage? Nah, man, you know me. I freaked out and left. Yeah. <laughs> you freaked out and moved fucking two meters. This was after that, oh. yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'll move. <laughs> <laughs> Just go straight into the car in front of me. Uh, right. I saw that happen in Kumi once bless this little old lady she was sitting in the driver's seat of her car and some guy was like are you leaving because I would like your car park and she was like oh sorry and then she freaked out must have gone to put it in reverse because she put her hand behind the wheel looked backwards and oh. then just drove straight through the butcher's window oh, 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 what <laughs> yeah through drove straight through like a glass I like, hopped the curb straight through the glass window oh my god yeah poor lady that's like comedy like gold though like that's a classic oh yeah i mean it ended kind of like sad like she was like in tears and everything but at the same time it was fucking funny no i didn't mean like like her specifically but you see just just like the layout of events so like in so many films like the whole like sit in the car do the belt adjust the mirrors like check the indicators and then like put your arm over the seat and like look back and go and it, like foot to the floor and then just drive forward. I did it in my dad's car the day he got back from panel beater. I drove it straight into the back of my mum's car oh. looking backwards. If anyone's driven a manual Ranger or any of those Ford gearboxes, you have to pull the thing up under the handle because uh. to go into first and to go into the reverse is the same. <clears throat> and yeah, I put into first and just drove and just dented the whole front of it. And But whatever, this isn't about me. <clears throat> Actually, I do have another story for you. Yeah. Um, you were there for this one because oh. I was thinking of the lines of like public times i've publicly humiliated myself which i have done before and it took me back to my dad's 50th birthday because this one this is the one that haunts me the most ever you weren't there actually i wasn't there i was in the uk that's right but proceed i want to hear it so it was dad's birthday and we got it sprung on us where they were like speeches and i was like ah what okay hang on back up it's your dad's 50th and you don't have a speech plan? I thought speeches were for 21st at the time. I was like, okay, we don't do speeches anymore. They're all done. Dude, like, I have a speech prepared in case I need to talk at work and, like, in front of three people every day. I've never written... I've, like, like, I've written speeches for school. I've writ slash riffed 
a speech at my sister's wedding. Oh no, I like I don't like plan them. Oh, like, I thought you had cue cards for no. like a Zoom call. <laughs> no, like I am going to the gas station. <laughs> no. Does anyone want any thing? <laughs> well, cue cards don't work because I can barely read. So, like for most situations, like for anything, like I'll be thinking, like even like the quiz night. Yeah. I like on the on, while we're driving, I'm already like planning my victory speech. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I am constantly thinking of like situations where I'm going to have to like set, set be up, great. Yeah. Like stand up and say something. It is one of my favorite things to do is to insert myself into glory and like how would I handle myself? Mm. That's sweet. Like the whole coach of the year thing. Yeah. I bet you had something oh, planned. I fucking did. What was it? <laughs> A lot. But this ain't about me. <laughs> It's about your public humiliation oh, and not, wasn't, not my wasn't internal wor- shame. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. It was just I wasn't prepared to speak and it was my dad's 50th. Yeah. So I got hammered so fast. Yeah. So fast. And then they announced speeches. And at the time, I was working for dad and I was just starting to do my own. Like, I wasn't just like a, an apprentice slash like trainee anymore. I was starting to do my own thing a bit more. So when... So when some of the people turned up to his uh, birthday, it was some of the people that I dealt with for work now. Like they were a new contact. Oh, uh, yeah. From other companies and everything. But then when it got to my speech, I grabbed the mic and I yelled, who's fucked up? Because I'm fucked up. Oh. <laughs> and then proceeded to yeah. say <laughs> <laughs> to crickets, man. Oh, <laughs> to no. crickets. Yeah. No one told me that either because I kept going. Oh, um, if I was there, you'd just hear this in the background, just like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, Chug! Just me in the background, like, <laughs> me, <more. laughs> But yeah, I just remember there's one dude, and I remember him looking at me with this look of like, this guy's a joke. Luckily, the night got better because it ended up with me getting too drunk and then yelling in a driveway back at Jordan's house. I was got so drunk, I got angry and oh. I was angry at nothing. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Emma. She got to the point. She's like, what are you even angry about? And I was like, I don't know. That's strange because like not, I'm, not, not. Like, I've never seen you like that. Yeah. And I missed the one time we we'll have to wait for Craig's next 50th. Yeah. <laughs> 150th. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad innings. Um, yeah, that's, oh man, the, um, the, uh, the manager, uh, speech that I had like lined up, I, it wasn't like, I mean, obviously it wasn't like, I didn't type it out, write it out or anything, but like I'd gone through it a few times. Like, yeah, I like, it's going to like say puns, like, thank you from everyone from the, like ground staff to the bar staff and like the, you know like the the, yeah, yeah. the lines the like ladies had, in the kitchen yeah some of like the lines i had like down and like yeah you know saying like stuff about like the first team um you know like uh uh thanks to like our fans you know like we got more more people down on that last day than i've ever seen the first team have like yeah. in a, you know like i was yeah. gonna i was Pause gonna, for like, laughter yeah, yeah. <laughs> just things like that like um and then just like go through like thanking like most people just just had like so i had like all the all my um t's crossed and i's dotted yeah nothing spectacular but I don't, i'm i'm really prepared with the speech stuff i don't know what it is like i think it's it, it's come from like a fear as like a kid and not being able to do speeches all that well and then like yeah like i'm constantly like prepped 
But nowadays, like I love, well, not love, but I like doing public speaking. Like, yeah, like, I've, it's not, I've never had an issue with it. And I'm, mm. sh- I, I'm okay at it. Um, Just don't give me cue cards. That was my problem. Yeah, exactly. When it gets formal, it gets tricky. But if you can mm-hmm. speak from the soul, I do yeah. it all the time on this podcast, and I just start talking, and yeah. hopefully, it, works it becomes out. cohesive. Yeah, I don't know because if someone said as soon as I stop talking, or like, so say say you bump into someone in public, and they were like, "Oh, that last episode we talked about this, this, and this," and you're like, "Oh, did I?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> Half of the stuff I we talk about, like I, I can't remember. The main reason that I know is because I edit it and I have to scan through it quickly. Right. But then there's obviously bits I miss because I roughly know where I want to like get a clip from or whatever. It's it, when I say like can't remember. I mean it's more like um, it starts to blur the line between what the convers like what conversation we've had or what conversation we've had on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for like, sure. yeah, like so, so like someone will say, "Oh, you said this on the podcast." I was like. Could have sworn that was no. A pri- you private were there. Chat. Yeah, that yeah. was a private chat, wasn't it? <laughs> so, <clears throat> I mean, this 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 sort of format though is a lot lot easier. It's definitely daunting when you like first start. Mm. I remember being so nervous, like when we first set all this up. Mm. But it's a lot more chill. I can I can respect the fact that people would probably be more chill with this than having to speak in front of like a hundred people. Yeah, for sure. It's like when you have someone on that hasn't done a podcast before, you have your mates on or something, mm. and they always say the same sort of thing. First 10, 15 minutes, kind of daunting. Mm. And then all the equipment disappears out of your eyesight, and it, you're just hanging out with your mates and chilling. Mm. Yeah. Um, do you, speaking of like speeches and whatnot, one of the things that I love to do is, so I had like an emotional Monday I just had like a cruddy day. Not even like the worst things happened, but I don't know why. I just had a bad even day. On, on a Monday? I'm that's, due. I'm that's, due. That's usually a Tuesday thing. Yeah, but dude, I had, I ran the gauntlet of God. Like I had probably a month of just being the most happy. Like I was really happy with how everything was going. I was so stoked about making it through winter. Yeah. And then- <laughs> We survived. Yeah. And then I felt it slip. And then Monday in my head, I was just like, I'm a wreck and this sucks and everything sucks and nothing's yellow anymore. Everything's gray. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, then- I've been there. So I threw on yeah. um, so I threw on Shadow of the Day by Linkin Park. Wow. Yeah. That sort of day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, holy fuck. And then through that, um, inserted myself into the scene of- leading men into battle that we couldn't leading men into a battle that we couldn't win and we were just sacrificing ourselves for a greater cause and i was like man like war's just a machine and we're just the cogs in it and we're all ants and like <coughs> did you did you have a big weekend no because you what did I do on the weekend sometimes like a big weekend can cause like yeah i get the blues know, yeah, yeah. Get those, big get time blues, man but- big time but that's when usually- that's when i question that's that's when it's like dude my friends don't even like me <laughs> They all feel sad. But, but how how good's that like car ride that or that drive or like that hot shower and, and you have got the blues and you that the cogs are turning like you say and you, you're thinking yeah. of like scenarios like Oh yeah things man. become like so vivid in your head. Dude, it's happened to me before. They'll be like, Okay, can you go maybe like an hour away and to go meet some builders or something? 
and the emotional roller coaster I'll go through on that hour, I'll catch myself in the rearview mirror, eyes full of tears. <laughs> and then by the time I get to sight, I'm like, morning. Oh, yeah, no, the weekend was good. Eh? Bills are paid. And then, like, it's gone. But it, it just, I, I think it's just something that we've talked about it before, like just feeling it when it comes on and needing to feel it out. Yeah, put some like James Blunt or Dido on. Yeah. And you just. And it's like, I don't know, like, I, I think I referred to it as my inner signals, but it just felt like. But do you ever like, like, like for the lack of a better word, but like fantasize, like, you, you know, when you're talking about the, uh, sorry, when you're thinking about these things, like say like what life, like say you got an injury and lost a limb or something. And All then, the time. Yeah. And then like, you, yeah. you th- think about like I, how life would be after you lose the limb. Or super like, selfish. I picture how people would mourn me if I was dead. Right. I think everyone does that though. Yeah. I, th- that I think, I think that's just the human experience is like, but I think, think about was- like what your funeral would be like or like how, like what, yeah. how people would react and you, you go through that through your head. Mm, because I've never had such a level of loss of a, where it would be like, like, You've been through it. Mm. I haven't been through something like that of like, what would it be like for someone that's around me all the time to go? Mm. So trying to comprehend, like when I try and like comprehend it in my head and build it up to be this thing. Also, if it was, if it was sudden or something, like I just, part of me is like, okay, maybe I can fabricate the feeling and just try and picture it. And then once you get there, you're like, no, I don't want that. And then you just put yourself into like a spiral. Yeah, like, like, yeah, if you start thinking about, oh, like, what would happen, like, if you lost a parent, like, well, how, or mm. sibling or something, you know, like, and, yeah. and that, when you try and picture Imagine if that. you got the call. Yeah, that's right. Um, I don't know, though. It's, as someone that has, like, uh, been through it and, like, someone that, like, thinks all these thoughts, you know, like, on a long drive, I'm just thinking, like, you know, these, like, oh, what if I lost a parent or Hmm. lost a limb or like how you know like i'd go through all these scenarios and stuff like that when you actually go through it it's it's very different yeah like it's you can't you i don't know i'm not i don't want to sit here and be like all snooty like oh you can't picture how it feels or yeah like it i don't mean it like oh you're it's not i don't know what i'm trying to say i don't mean it in a way like um you won't be able to feel that emotion it's just it's just so it's completely different like yeah I don't know how to say it. It's very. I think it is. I think it is the human experience, though, to like insert yourself into these situations and try and fabricate a feeling. Mm. I don't know. Let us know. Are we weird for picturing this? It's it's you got it's got to be a thing. I know. I know. I've talked to other people about it. They've definitely done it. Mm. Yeah. But then, like, when you say about like losing a limb or something, I've talked to um, the lady about it. I'll be like, look, if I if I was that, like, I'd understand if you just didn't want to be around anymore. You've got a lot of life to live and everything. And then there's a part of me that's just like, in the back's just like, tell me you love me. Yeah. And then, yeah. Am I worthy of you, father? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird, um, it's a weird concept because, like, obviously you don't want that. But, like, sometimes when you're sad, turning into the skid is, like, a nice feeling. <laughs> But then you like, or it's the opposite of bottling it up, which is, I think, the underlying thing of like the thing you don't do. I feel like that message has come across now. Mm. But it's just trying to do it on your own, and sometimes it blindsides you. Yeah, sometimes it's a bust straight in your side, and you're like, "Geez, I didn't know I need this." But as long as you can like accept it and be like, "Okay, sweet, it's been coming a while. Let's just um, yeah, let's, let's just get this out of the way." 
because I did feel like while I was on a good streak, and everyone's a work in progress, everyone's always a work in progress, and then I was just like, okay, I just got dealt a bad hand this time, and I'm gonna quickly work through it, and then we'll get we'll we'll, we'll be good again. I I had a I had my first um like breakdown last not not just this weekend just gone but last one before that on this on a Sunday like since Dad's passing that mm. was that was rough that was like my first like proper breakdown since which is weird how did you feel coming out of it um much better it was it was mainly it was all stress related from work mm. like the, like the fuck ups that happened at work and stuff like that I was more stressed about that and then like again you just start thinking other stuff everything and, starts popping its head up yeah and that, and it really got to me hmm. um but i got to work on monday sorted out all the fuck-ups and then it was like yeah um, nothing like a bit of sailing. Yeah, nothing like a bit of hysteria to get the heart going <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what happened on your monday what was the do like, nothing that's what i mean like nothing was, crazy happened yeah i just woke up you didn't lose a limb no thank god <laughs> i'm all here all three of them and <laughs> i woke up and was just like okay sweet that's it that's me done mm. we're feeling this one out today and yeah. then yeah that was pretty much it nothing crazy happened damn yeah um Shit what happens. else what did i do over the weekend i don't remember at all i don't remember anything that i did over the weekend well, I had a great weekend. You were away. Tell I me all away. about it. Yeah. So I um, went down to Chicha, went down to Christchurch to see brother and his family. Uh, we left Friday Arvo. Flight was delayed an hour. Apparently, there was like bomb scares in Queenstown Airport or some shit. Dude, Queenstown's doing it rough at the moment. Yeah. I, I didn't even know anything about it, but when mum kind of picked me up from the, um, the flat, she's like, be prepared for this flight to not take off. I was like, what? Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Had alcohol on a domestic flight for free. Is that not a normal thing? Well, I don't know. I've, I wonder I've, if it's just like to settle nerves or something. I don't. But like, also, I guess I always fly like usually mornings. I always fly in the poorest seat possible, so <laughs> I'm not getting offered anything. No, but this was everywhere. Like the you know, like come around with a cart. Yeah, it's like tea, coffee, Sprite, whatever, brewskis. I got a Steiner Classic. I was like, hell yeah, thank you. Keep them coming, sweetheart. Mm. Uh, and when I'm just getting drunk, give me two at once. Exactly. Prioritize me to an aisle seat because I'm going to wee the whole time. <laughs> On a 40-minute flight. Is it 40 minutes down there? Oh, something like that. It's, it's not long at all. Yeah. It's probably like You go up and, and you go half, down. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it was good. There was a lot of good food. Like Friday night, like chicken burgers. Saturday morning, went to the market. Like markets, I sent you... <laughs> <laughs> your photo it made me laugh i got the i screenshotted the um the chat and i'll read it out um so we went to, i knew something was up <laughs> i knew something was up i we, think the time's important we, yeah we yeah what's it's, it's all in here yeah we went to uh rickerton bush markets um quite like like farmer's markety sort of thing uh, and we got to the end of the like market and there's this um burger stand with smashed patties from called bacon bros yeah and uh, I was like, fuck, well, I need that for breakfast. Um, <laughs> and I sent you, I think I sent you a photo. Yeah. Because um, on the menu, there was the Andy Burger. Not the first Andy Burger we've seen, or is it the same I, Andy Burger? I think it's the same place that's just their pop-up tent. Ah, I was which- trying to think. What was the place we used to Uber Eats from? Sorry to cut your story off. And we had like a, there was like an Andy Better Burger. Burger or something. Yeah, or, I feel like they had an Andy Burger. 
Well, maybe they did. Mm. Um, yeah, so I got like like the smash because we we love our smash patty burgers and things like that, and uh, sent the photo. Of, oh, look, it's an Andy burger, so I have to try it. I didn't pick and- up on the Andy burger thing at first. I was just like, nice burger for breakfast. <laughs> Uh, and then I said, currently at Sunday markets at a pop-up smash burger spot. <laughs> Jared, what the hell are you doing at a market? <laughs> that sounds so good. <laughs> and I was like, ha not me, right? I'm in Christchurch, by the way. <laughs> Jared, bingo, there it is. <laughs> oh, no, I hit the lol. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And then I have to like preface this next statement that it's uh, 10 a.m. Mm. <laughs> Jared says, no Andy with a free Saturday morning m- morning <laughs> <laughs> during an overcast day is at a market at 10 a.m. <laughs> you know what my immediate thought was when you said you're at a market? I was like, Andy is on a hot date. <laughs> I thought you were on a hot date because if there's one thing you love to do, it's go outside your comfort zone for love. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Oh, that's really kind. I do that. Yeah. Mm. Um, or family, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Uh, a few things. Burger was great. Uh, second thing. Thank you for saying that. I, w- I do go out of my comfort zone for love. I- I'm more than happy to do that. I think that's important. In, in any relationship or anything like that. Yeah. Um, thirdly, it was a haul because I was, had a few beers the night before to be at a market like oh, that. I think when the market was in a haul, I was like, oh, that changes everything. No, no, no. no. It was Echo. outside. It was outside. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, it was good. It was good. So good food there. It's Christchurch. Riddle me this. I've never been to Christchurch. And really? I have a picture in my head of Christchurch. I picture all of Christchurch to look like my nana's garden with nice manicured flowers and not far off full of whites. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, like you're an Aryan dream. So there's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, they I slip right in there. I do fit right in there. In fact, <laughs> they start bowing when I walk in. Yeah. Um, get off the plane and they're like welcome back andrew uh i'm here bring me my, my namesake burger <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no so there is a lot of gardens like a lot of um parks and like nice gardens and things like that so it's really good but so i guess kind of like your nana's garden in a way i don't know i haven't seen your nana's garden um it's good yeah but the whites thing uh it's not as bad as people say like i know that's like a real stigma around Christchurch. it's like saying like yeah it's real like white orientated and racist and things like that it's not it's not that it's bad. like an assumption i just have but, of the south in general too. but it's 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 a lot um a lot different to auckland like auckland's a cultural mounting pot of the pacific yeah yeah so continued on to a boozy lunch on at the, at the bar at the pub Oh hell yeah! Had Cocktails, brewskis, just just a couple beers and kragi, 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 yeah, chicken and then a pizza. Fuck, like I ate my weight and good food over this trip. Are then- you? Are you at the moment? I don't know if it's in the air. Are you eating a lot more right now than usual? I don't know because I don't have a kitchen right now. 
True. Um, I've had to pay mum to bring meals down. Sweet. North. Super Eats back up and running. Yeah, but she's charging now. Fear. I know. <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> it's a two-hour trek. <laughs> You're braving winters for you. <laughs> nah, yeah, I, she's she's been very kind. I've, I've yeah, we've made like like a bit of a deal just while because it's real hard to like try and eat clean and eat healthy like at the best of times. Yeah, and when you um, when you don't have a kitchen with the renos and stuff. So, um, to answer your question, I have no fucking idea. I only say that because I notice at the moment I have no mercy for any food around me and I have just been eating so much. I think I need to do like a worming tablet. <laughs> I've also, not a yuck, but I signed up online for the gym mm. and they, what I thought that would get me was like, sweet, I sign up online, you mail me a key or something and that's that. All it did was send them an alert to start getting hold of me and they ring me every other day saying, hey, can we get you in to like, we'll figure out your workout and everything. And I said to it, like the first time I was like, oh yeah, sweet, I'll come in when I have a spare moment after work and I'll get there when I get there kind of thing. Mm. I'm not looking to sign up today. Yeah. If you mention that you're going to wipe the joining fee, which is ridiculous in itself, what am I getting for it? Mm. It should be free. Fuck. Which they probably will wipe it. They always do. They always act like they're doing you a favor. They never intended to charge you in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Classic switcheroo in the marketing world. Well, what I can do for you is um, yeah. I'll just wipe the joining fee and it'll just be $10 for that little card and then uh, we, you, you can start your thing next month. I'm helping yeah. you out. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> fuck off. That was a deal. Like That's how it works. That's what your head office told you to do that. Yeah, send me a broken down invoice. I need to see everything. But she called me today and I was like- I was like, look, I don't need the workout plan. I know what I want to do when I go to the gym. I just need to swing in and grab the key. Doesn't need to be a thing. I don't need to book a time. Yeah. And she was like, ah, oh. you can just come in anytime. Suddenly got a bit more nasty. The, the nice tone and the sweet texts full of emojis stopped. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you can just come in anytime. Just make sure you come in during the staff time. I was like. Okay, thank you for getting down to my level. Yeah, that's all we needed. Yeah. Don't, don't need all this inspo, like, mm. <laughs> your gym texting you, like, have a good day, don't forget to book your yeah, session. Yeah, I know the number now, so I just ignore it, let it ring through. And then they get to my grouchy ringtone, ha, you've reached Jared. <laughs> anyway, Christchurch, what was Saturday um, night like? Saturday night was good. I we, Like, after the boozy lunch, like, bro, I just went home and, like, napped. It's just too much. Classic, yeah. Like too much food, Needed. too much like beers. Napped up at like five, five thirty. Walk to the pub, oh, not pub. Walk to the the bottle o. Grab some more beers and drinks and stuff, and then played a bit of darts around home. Had like a nice roast dinner, Fuck some yeah. Yorkshire puds. Hell yeah, yeah. And then just just drunk till early hours of the morning. <laughs> Fucking hungover flight Sunday. Classic, <laughs> classic. I, I w- over ear headphones on facing the front the whole time no i had um the earpods at the earpods ah, this nice. time because i was still i left like work quite early on friday and i was still kind of like working yeah so like i left the earpods my earpods in so i could just answer calls throughout the afternoon and air- when the airport and things like that yeah um what would we do without them <laughs> they're a revelation i know yeah. they've been out for years but yeah i've only just bought a pair this year and i i pretty much don't answer a call without them now 
I will I will wait to answer your call till my earpods are in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm going to give a quick shout out to uh, Christchurch Domestic Airport. True, is it a treat? It is. It's great. Auckland was an absolute shambles, and I'll get onto that with my yuck. Um, but Christchurch Domestic Airport, it's an absolute treat. It's all like one just massive bay. Like... And then, like they all, the, all the planes just come into that same area, like shops and everything. It's all one level, uh, like no just, hallways and nah, big walks, and it's empty. And there was these seats that, like, like recliner seats. You know, like how they've got, um, there's like four seats, like connected, like on by like metal bars in a row with like, a couple of bit of cushions. You're like, talking about on the plane? No, no, like like in the wait in the terminal area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like your standard waiting area seats. Yeah, they had them, but like lazy boys. Pisha. Yeah. No cushions on them, but like, like a, you know, like, like it was, a sunbed. Yeah. Like they were fucking mean. Oh, get the, and it get was down like, to the gruds and it was like curved. Like, yeah. So, yeah. And I was just like, this is a perfect place to park up, play some Pokemon with my uh, blue Powerade. Yeah. Just sweating bullets. Yeah. <laughs> just waiting for my yeah. flight. Tell me when I'm allowed to leave. Yeah. <laughs> just a random staff snap. One Andy burger, please. <laughs> What the hell's an Andy Burger? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Nice job on being funny. <laughs> Save the chuckles. I'm out of here. <laughs> Just go sit up front with the pilot. <laughs> I've got this one, Chief. Take me home, Jeeves. <laughs> Andy's here. <laughs> Just... Uh, welcome back to, uh, <laughs> just to whoever's in the nicest seat. Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> I will be unloading a massacre in the toilet. No, <laughs> no one go in there. I pride myself on like domestic flights, like timing. Now, this is going to sound weird, but the, the bowel movements for flights for the 45 minute flight. What? <laughs> not, it's okay. Not, not just domestic ones, but like, say like Australia and like Fiji and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I always like I pretty much wait till they go right. Your flight's boarding, and then I'm like, right, now I go. I don't think I've ever ripped turds on a plane, or even maybe at the really? airport. Even like on a like fourteen hour flight, probably. But I just let it brew inside me and get like a gastro <laughs> disease. <laughs> I don't remember. No, I must have. I haven't done that many long haul flights though. Must have. It's always worse, but like the worst thing, because you, when you get to the airport, you're like, hell yeah, because I need $40 worth of Maccas before I get on yeah, this flight. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best thing I can have right now? Yeah. Two dozen Wicked Wings, please, <laughs> because KFC's open this early. Yeah. <laughs> what a treat. Yeah. It's never gotten old. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then you get on a flight and you're like, fuck. Yeah. I feel sad and it's because of the food. Yeah. Ah, uh, jeez. Oh, good weekend overall. I had a lot of good times with um with the family. Nice, bit of Fano catch-up. Mm. That was really good. Nice one. Um, I was going to talk about drink driving on buses, but I don't think we need to anymore. <laughs> let's, let's, we'll, we'll pencil that for another... Yeah, I just saw an article. It's not important. Should we yuck and yum and wrap this thing up? All right. Andy, what's your <laughs> yuck this week? So going back to um, Auckland Airport Security, uh, I won't yuck them specifically but this is just like continuing my suspicion about flying do tell they're on to me 
They are on to me. Um, sneaky little rascals. <laughs> I have I have openly said that I don't think flying is real. <laughs> oh, nah, nah, nah. Basically, basically, the airport security um, she had a lot of eyes on me and things like that. And then, no, nah, no shit. Okay, sweating bullets. <laughs> no, sh- no. This is this is going to Christchurch, and no shit. Right, I travel light. Right, I have like phone, wallet, vape. AirPods, that's it. Like, and then I had my sunnies on my head. Yeah, like everyone's got like three bags, laptops, everything. You know. Yeah. I get to the front of the, front of the queue after like half an hour. The lines out the fucking door. Put everything in there. Go. Oh, my sunnies. Put them in the thing. Get through. Get through the other side of airport security, and I'm waiting for my shit to come through. Taking forever. Taking forever. I'm like, what the hell? And then when I get my stuff back, I go, oh yeah, sweet. Put everything back in my pockets. Fuck off. It's not until we get down on the tarmac that like the boarding from the back of the plane that I go to put my sunnies on and they're not there. And I went, what the fuck? My sunnies never came back through the other side of the the airport security screening. Oh, what? Yeah. Well, they were paraphernalia. I have no idea. I never got, I never got them back. I didn't know. They didn't say anything. What are they like? Three D X ray goggles that see boobies? I don't know. I don't know if they were banned or someone stole them or what. But yeah, someone was like, "Nice, yes, (laughs) they would look good on my face." Yeah. So I, I don't know. Someone else would have grabbed them when they were coming out. But like, my phone was there, my wallet was there, everything was like all in the same tray, all in the same tray. I don't know what happened, but they just so crunch between the little spinny wheels. Yeah, that's weird. That is but, weird. But my yuck would just be losing my sunnies after having those. Those are like my work ones I've had for like four years. Yeah. Like my, my old faithfuls. Yeah. Like the day-to-days. I would probably much rather have like dropped them, sat on them, broken them after having them for four years. Losing them also makes me feel like, damn, those things could have gone another four years. Yeah. I wasn't even halfway done with those yet. Yeah. Put them back in office. <laughs> the um, I don't know if it's like a new thing, but- I wear boots a lot, like docks and whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I've had it in other countries, right? Going through like a US airport or something like that. But all of a sudden, when I was flying to Queenstown recently, any shoe that goes above the ankle, ankle. Yeah. you have to... Is that fucking new? I've never been stung um, with that before. You have to take your shoes off. And if anyone's slipped a boot on when there's a, a line out the back door, I had a laptop on me as well with a charger. So I had to like unpack my whole life into this tray and they're like actually that one that deserves another tray yeah like, okay lady you're kind of scary this is the exact reason why i travel light yeah like, like with the like i don't bring nothing that i can't just like shove in your pocket take out of my pockets and put in and walk through i did feel no, weird no on that belt s- no yeah. high, like no ankle high boots or sh- whatever yeah nothing like that but the problem is with the boots is that that takes up big time bag space so i'm like if i can wear them that's like a classic yeah. dad thing of oh. like wear all your jackets if you're definitely if you're traveling then you got to use everything in the system you can but you also have to be like aware yeah like you, you're gonna get pulled up on these things the whole um boots thing as far as i'm aware that's come from like international travel because I, I even like as a kid or like teenager and stuff going to the UK, that was a thing there. I remember having to take shoes off and stuff or yeah. dad having to take boots off for that sort of stuff. But I did notice in this fucking stupid long queue for airport security in Auckland Airport. Yeah. There was a sign saying, yeah, if any, any ankle high 
is you have to remove oh, now. I never picked up on it. Maybe I just never got stung. I flew through lucky. But I think it must. Uh, I think it might be a new thing that's been mm. brought into domestic. Problem is, everyone going to Queenstown is wearing frigging boots. Yeah. So it makes things just twice as hard because you've got to undo a million laces. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's it's relatively new to domestic, I think. My yuck this week is um, when you when you wake up in the night and you think it's the morning. So last night I woke up and it was like 1 or 2 a.m. And I looked at the time, but I was still half asleep. And I looked at the time, went, oh, I've only been asleep for like, an hour or two but in my head i was like my alarm's going off soon my day's about to start to the point where i'd like completely woken up and then i was just like oh it's also like takes me back to like when i was a child and if if you had a fever and the whole world you were like what what's going on mum?" yeah (laughs) and you'd wake up because like you didn't go to school that day and i remember waking up and it was i looked at the my alarm clock and it was 6 30 and my sister it was like sun sun was half like it was orange it was twilight Wait, my sister was this was as a kid all oh, right and i had the day off school sick it was 6 30 the twilight so it was like kind of like an orange sky and i was like is it the next day and she's going to school or has she just got home and mm. it's like do i go to school today and i got up and got dressed <laughs> and then it was like why'd you put your uniform on for dinner but yeah that whole disorientated <laughs> feeling of that whole disorientative feeling, I hate it. Because I also, after having a couple of beers last night at the quiz, mm. I also woke up so stupidly parched. Yeah. I was like, water. <laughs> and it was all happening. And I was kind of like freaking out. I felt like Upham and Saving Private Ryan just like cowering in the stairs. <laughs> I, I, like, I hate that feeling of, of like waking up a couple of hours before your alarm and then you, you don't go back to sleep properly because you're already like, yeah, I'm going to wake up soon. I'm going to wake up soon. I am 28 years old and I still do it with Christmas where I wake up and I'm like, it's three hours till I'm allowed to get up. Fuck. <laughs> oh, maybe in the last year or two it's gone away, but I, I love Christmas. I am. Um, I've always. Oh, no, not always. Obviously, as a kid, but as soon as I hit teenager. Yeah. Fuck. Like. I'm the my, lightest sleeper in the world, though. My par- Like, my parents had to start waking me up for Christmas. Oh, blasphemy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Blasphemy. Like, no, I need to see those boogie boards ASAP. No, like they'd have to they'd have to wake me up because it's like nearly like midday. Oh, really? Yeah, on Christmas days and stuff. They'd be like, "Fuck!" Someone you would go, sleep till midday go, on Christmas. Wake Andrew up. Yeah. Wow. As soon as as soon as I knock off work or school or you know from from that age as a teenager to like now still, man, if no one's waking me up, yeah, I ain't getting up. <laughs> At the peak of the middle of the holidays, the latest I'll wake up is like eight thirty. I can't. I, I'm not a sleep in a dude. I'm not a sleep guy. Yeah, that's fair. Yums, yums, sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah. no. So, my yum this week actually goes to like a thought that I had that I thought like some we should bring back something like, and keeping on uh the theme of last week's yum of the donuts. Yeah, that stuck with me actually. It's good, eh? Yeah, so, things that are just yum. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the old $2 chocolate bars that people would carry boxes around for for fundraising? Yes, sir. I think we should bring them back because I don't know what it was, but they always tasted so much better. Oh, yeah. Like, they, oh, were, yeah. they were so good. Either just the dairy milk or the caramello. Yeah. And just the boxes were that they carried them in was like 
aesthetic. It was and a cool like, box. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, like sweet, when I'm done with this, my Yu-Gi-Oh cards are going straight <laughs> in here. <laughs> and you'd like look at that box and you get so excited because you're like, Mom, can I have two dollars for a yeah, you know? I was like, I had a gluttonous family as a child. So when I was fundraising, oh yeah, mum would be like, just leave the box here. I'll fill, I'll, I'll, we'll I'll pay it. when it's time to pay, we'll just charge some cash. Yeah. 100%. We did the same thing. Or the IOUs, you'd open the lid and just write IOUs all on the inside if you're flicking them off at school. And then you'd go around and be like, you've got to pay. Yeah. And be like, oh, no, I can't. Okay. Well, just know your fucking charity. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we were the same. We never, like, I never like went door knocking, like, hey, I'm fundraising for like we just, no, we just bought the box, but like yeah, that that chocolate tasted so, so much sweet. better yeah. than like buying it at the that birthed my love for caramel. Yeah, I love caramel chocolate. Yeah, same. So, although I haven't had any this week, that's my yum. I had that thought we should bring back the two dollar fundraising boxes, start a cause, and then do it <laughs> well you can't anymore I, I, like you'd have to sell them for like five bucks each dude i did a i don't fun- know i don't know if a five dollar chocolate bar is tasting as good as a two dollar i organized a sausage sizzle once at a bunnings right <laughs> and i went to the mad butcher and said i'm doing this for charity he donated all the sausages the mad butcher didn't meet him though but they turned up and then we cleared a grand in a day no one asked any questions you could lie the shit out of this and be making four digis fuck you yeah. If we just rocked up and we were like, hey, this is for a under sevens touch team, it's always that. Or it's always, mm. or you go to Bunnings and it's for some gymnastics <laughs> trip to Taiwan and you've got a little eight-year-old doing backflips in the car park just for proof. You know, if you need proof, sweet. We just need to hire a little eight-year-old to Yeah, do I know. That. Look, I'll feed you full of mustard. You'll get the works. You'll get the onions. <laughs> all right. But you just keep flipping all day like a little corgi and we'll keep you. <laughs> I've got inside contacts at Bunnings. Oh, jeez. There's a racket for this. Yeah. There's, we, we can- <laughs> there's a racket for this, all right. We're going to take on the whole circuit. All right. My yum this week is, um, oh, a New Zealander broke a world record today. He's my yum. Oh, nice. Yeah, I heard it announced on the radio and I thought, bingo. A New Zealander smashed the world record Wednesday uh, for the most bungee jumps in 24 hours. So he had the record back in the day, like 2005 maybe. Broke it again because he was just like, I can do better. And then it got broken by a Frenchman um, who set the record of 765 jumps. What? In 24 hours in what? Scotland last year. <laughs> as soon as you said that, mm. like 24 hours, I went, what, you probably won an hour? Yeah. So I was thinking like 24, 24. They yeah. did what? 700. So then the Kiwi today, his name is not here, but I think his name's Mark or Mike Heard. Um, but he did 941 off the Auckland Harbour Bridge today. Kind of windy as well. Holy fuck. So they'd have to, I wonder if they, like AJ Hackett team, just like let him do it for free. Yeah, they just do fucking night. Like, yeah, like, they like, must have. Like just let him do it for free. They're paying 100 for, bucks every time. Yeah, for like the publicity to break it. Yeah. Is that like a jump? I think New Zealand's real like the, prideful about bungee jumping as well. Well, we invented it. Yeah, exactly. AJ That's what Hackett. I mean. Wow. I mean, I think they were doing it. I've seen like a documentary. Doing like Thailand off the bamboo and shit. It was like, yeah, like Africa and stuff. Yeah. And they brought it back and commercialized it. But anyway. um, That's how it works, baby. (laughs) He must have like jumped. And like the second he starts jumping, they start hauling in. Yeah. He said he went through bouts of like what felt like seasickness and motion sickness. And he's like, but you just had to keep going. Yeah. And not just to like beat it by one. 
just to say you beat it. No, he, he beat the record. Got like another two. He beat the record before lunch, and then he took a break and was like, "Fuck it, I'll just keep going." Because he's broken his own record before, and then his second record got smoked, so he just smoked that record. Damn. I wonder Rub if he his like face in the dirt. I wonder if he like works there. Yeah, I don't know because who's who's just. Who's an avid bungee jumper where you're like, I need to do this a I lot. I need to do this nearly a thousand times in 24 like what, hours. What's, what's the prerequisite to become good at bungee jumping? Just not get seasick? <laughs> I don't know. Can you be good at bungee jumping? Be know, light, I, I easy to be, pull. I know you can be bad at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah but like, Is he shaving his legs and being aerodynamic so he can just get to the ground to get back up swiftly? He's just in like um like a wetsuit with like a swimming cap <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just goggles on just- no splash perfect entry <laughs> is he getting dipped or not true yeah what are the requirements is it all the same measured bungee jump are they all falling to the same distance yeah true because he could just do like a like a, a meter fall i wonder if it has to be like up. a recognized thing so like everyone's allowed to bungee jump off the harbor bridge that's normal but like i wonder if you have mm. to be like you can't just bungee jump off like the top of my house <laughs> Anyway, I really need a wee, so let's scoot out of here. Yeah, same. All right, thank you for joining us for episode 80. Um, Yeah, peace. We'll see you later.